podcast where we talk about houseplants, botany, and everything in between. I'm your host, Haley Grace. I hope you guys are doing really great today and had a good week filled with productivity and also some rest and relaxation. Today we're going to be diving into the plant boom of the 70s and how throughout the decades plants have changed and how trends have changed and where we are now today. I did finally, before we jump into it, I did finally purchase some two new plants. It's probably been a few months since I have purchased plants. So I got a Philodendron Camposportanum, which I have been wanting for the longest time. They kind of look like micans. They have this really nice light green, reddish color when they first come out, but they also transform as they get older and they start to climb up something so they start to get very um, heavy lobing at the front and farther sinuses. I'm really excited to get that guy and then I got this other plant that I haven't really seen around. It's an Apobalus acunaminatissima and it looks like a cross between a scandapsis and an aguanuba plant so those will be really cool once they come in. And if you're interested in seeing them, you can always follow me on my Instagram at between two aeroids pod. And I love talking to you guys and also getting your feedback on what you would like to see in other episodes. Um, and also sometimes I use questions I ask on the story there to dive into plants throughout the decades. So the biggest plant boom that we last saw was in the 70s. And that's Really when houseplants became a staple in interior design, it's going on socially and in terms of trends and everything throughout all these decades. So in the 70s, a lot of progressive social movements were happening. The environmental movement, it was the world's first Earth Day, the Clean, Clean Air Act was going on and being passed. And then there were also a lot of anti-war movements. People wanted the war to stop in Vietnam. They thought it was careless and reckless that we had gone in the first place. And so there were a lot of people protesting. And then this is when Watergate happened, when Nixon was stealing files from the government to avoid some scandals coming up in his presidency, which ultimately led to him going into impeachment processes. And in the 70s, the interior design trends, because pop culture really wasn't a huge thing in the 70s as we know it today. So a lot of uh, home decor magazines are what people turn to to see how people were styling their homes. And macrame became really popular. There were handcrafted knickknacks, very much um, interesting clashing patterns and colors with open floor plans and some wood paneling. And from Horticulture Help, Will Creed said when he moved into the city, there were tiny little plant shops all over the place. Um, They were almost as concentrated as how many Starbucks there are now today. And I've definitely seen that in the Denver community. There have been a lot of houseplant shops that have popped up in the past few months. There was even plant boarding facilities where people kept plants while they were away for one seventy five per plant per week, which 
that seems hella reasonable, but I'm sure in today's dollars it would look a lot different <laughs> in terms of cost. People getting back to the environment, getting to style their home in ways that would kind of pull together a place with a lot of fun and funky colors would just be some beautiful foliage and some stunning specimen pieces, whether they were mings, snake plants, rubber trees. A lot of the staples we see today were staples back then as well. And then we move on into the 80s. Now, this is when pop culture really started to take on a new meaning. MTV was playing all the top hits on the television, swaying trends to be a bright and funky aesthetic, and then block blockbuster movies became a thing and this led entertainment media to really dominate the culture and kind of swayed people in um, larger masses of what to buy and purchase and then there was the creation of the term yuppie which referred to baby boomers that went to college and got a good job and now that they have money to purchase luxury items this is also when we saw the boom of malls, but a decrease in indoor plants due to people not being able to care for them correctly because there wasn't as much information or readily available information on house plants as there is today. We'll talk about that later. Um, and But however, there were these like large malls that people went to because now they were wanting to purchase some of these trendier items and it was easier to go to one place for shoes, jackets, jewelry instead of having to go to multiple different smaller shops or go to a big department store which um, might not have been leaning towards the trends of the youth. And malls took advantage of what happened in the 70s and wanted to create a nice outside environment for people shopping inside so it doesn't just seem like a capitalistic prison <laughs> of just buying and seeing all these things being thrown at you. I get very overwhelmed in malls because there are just so many options and I feel like I just get overwhelmed. There's just so many things going on to buy, sales, all the shops. Every second there's a new shop. So make the environment more welcoming in this area they started to put in huge specimen plants like large stalomes palm trees and that's kind of where the house plants or keeping plants indoors went to in the 80s not many people had them in home because they were just so ashamed that they had let something die and uh, couldn't care for it the best they can and then we transition into the 90s, and this is when the internet was popping, just coming out. Um, the NASA study came out during this time where they uh, proved that plants can purify your air, so people were getting back into more simple staple plants, spider plant snakes, peace lilies, in hope to purify some of their air. And with the advancement of technology also, they, this led to orchids that used to cost $5,000 are now readily available to purchase for anyone. And the interior, interior designs of this time was a lot more simple. It was a modern look, 
sharp lines so the orchids were good to have just a clean elegant plant that had nice colors maybe a scent um, and not just foliage but also flowers then we get into the 2000s where randomly lucky bamboo uh, which is not a bamboo it's actually a dracaena took headlines this was becoming a plant that everyone wanted in their home um, people theorize that it's because feng shui was just rising and there was a lot of reoccurring Eastern influences in our pop culture, such as Madonna sporting kimonos, um, more fusion foods with Western and Eastern foods. So this could give a very sleek look. The bamboo could give a really sleek look. Also go with the, the interiors, which... Again, was still very much like the 90s, simple, elegant, clean, modern. And we're here in today. I think we all can agree that being in our homes for months on end sparked a huge plant boom. People needed something that was growing, living, um, to add some energy to the space when for, <laughs> I want to say, maybe about eight months to a year, we were all just at home um, and uh, trying to limit our time outside in the public. There are a lot of key differences and why I believe that the plant boom is here to stay in terms of it won't just fall off like it did in the 70s. There is the internet, which you can get so much information on how to keep certain plants alive. There's this podcast, there's other content areas all over YouTube. It has really become a wealth of knowledge, which is awesome because people can share their experiences and see maybe if what works for them in their climate will work for someone else in the same type of climate across the, across the world. And people also can easily ship plants from places that have unique varieties. Um, even in the States, like some something that's readily available in Florida is not always the same in Montana and same with more desert areas in New, uh, New Mexico and Nevada. There's certain cactus species that are probably easier to get there because uh, they do well and probably multiply better in those areas that aren't maybe available in Oregon. Uh, you can also take this to the entire world. Uh, the popularity of Instagram plants, popularity of plants on social media too has really grown. A lot of people want a plant because they see how someone has grown it on Instagram and it's beautiful and luscious so they want to give their hand at it. And this also helps people foster community in this uh, hobby and doing that people feel more connected to it they can share their experiences with people uh, who actually will be excited and understand what they're talking about which is really great especially in a time in the past that we've had with having to be estranged from loved ones and family members for a long period of time uh, there also has been advancement in tissue culture. So plants that have become very popular in trends now can be sent to a tissue culture process and it takes a lot less time to actually get production going for that plant than it used to, such as the Raphidophora discurvia, the Pink Princess, Silver Swords, and I even I believe also the Duvia. Um, so all of these 
interworkings really have helped make the plant craze, I think, stay a little longer. And yeah, a lot of people have gone out of it because they are traveling um, or uh, maybe they just didn't have good luck no matter how much research they did and it just wasn't for them. But I'd say most people in their homes now do have a plant or two, whether it's a full collection or if it's a couple staple pieces to brighten up the room. Um, And I would love to hear what you guys think. Uh, If you think that this is going to stay this plant fascination and having readily available plant stores that do carry house plants and not just perennials, annuals, and um, outdoor plants. So that's all I have for you today. I really appreciate you listening. Um, If you like this and you do listen every week, I'd love to have a review from you. Uh, Some feedback if you want on the Instagram that I plugged earlier. Uh, Thank you so much again for listening, and I hope you learned a little bit something. I know I did. It's really nice to go see and how things have changed over the years. And good morning, night, or evening, wherever you are listening to. Uh, And I will talk to you next week. Bye.